Hey listeners, this is Joel Mead24 from the Run Jump Stomp Discord community. You're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. And on this episode of Switchcraft, we've got all kinds of stuff. I'm going to talk a little bit about my friend Pedro. We've got Dr. Mario World news. Uh, we've got a follow-up to the National Dex story. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Stick around. Let's talk Nintendo. Craft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by T.F. Wagner. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by heading on over to patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. If you want to leave a voicemail like you heard at the beginning of the show, uh, you can easily do that by going on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device, and I may even play it on the show. Now that we got all that out of the way, it's time to talk Nintendo, so let's get started, everyone. All right, uh, special thanks to Toby and Cleva for the five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. I really do appreciate the feedback. You guys are awesome. Uh, keep those reviews coming over on Apple Podcasts because I appreciate it. And let's... Let's talk a little bit about my friend Pedro. Not well, not really my friend Pedro, but the game my friend Pedro. I, I I'll say this: I've had a lot of fun with the fifteen minutes of a, of it that I have played. Uh, that being said, that's all that I. So, if you want to know more, if you want to see what the game plays like, if you want to see that first fifteen minutes of gameplay of my friend Pedro, which is this really weird game where you are this dude with a couple of guns who that talks to a banana and kills kills dudes uh in this weird side scrolling uh slow motion uh gameplay uh then make sure that you head on over to my youtube channel youtube.com slash run jump stomp and once you're over there you can check out my first look at my friend pedro uh, I, I haven't played much of it. Again, only the first look. So everything that I've seen so far is over there. And I'm not going to play more of it right now just because I am uh, neck deep into uh, Final Fantasy XII and I really am having a blast with that game. And if I, I know what's going to happen is if I get let myself get distracted with Pedro, I'm not going to get back to Final Fantasy XII. So that's what's going on uh, with that. Make sure you check out the video. Let's... Uh, let's talk a little bit. Actually, we're not going to talk about details for Dr. Mario World because I already covered that. Um, Dr. Mario World, uh, we've got the launch date. I did a light switch, which for those of you that missed those, uh, light switches are little tiny uh, itty-bitty miniature episodes of Nintendo Switchcraft uh, to cover stuff that I usually can't fit into the main show because I'm trying to keep the main show to be smaller. So, uh, go back and listen to that episode, uh, where I talk all about my thoughts about Dr. Mario world, uh, which is the mobile game, uh, featuring Dr. Mario that's coming to iOS and Android on July 10th. Uh, so make sure that you check that out. Okay. I want to follow up on the National Decks. Uh, for those of you who didn't listen a few episodes ago, uh, a few episodes ago, I talked uh, at length 
uh, and I got your opinions, and we all kind of had a discussion uh, through Twitter about uh, the not having the full Pokedex in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Uh, so for those of you who've never played a Pokemon game before, here's how it works. When you encounter a Pokemon in the wild or or you see a Pokemon for, at some point, it will get added to your Pokedex. Uh, once you capture it, then uh, more information gets into the Pokedex, which is like this... I don't want to say book because it's not a book. It's more like uh, your iPad or something. But it's like an electronic... Uh, Wikipedia of the Pokemon that you have encountered. And a lot of people, uh, they, they have been able to take their Pokemon and transfer them uh, ever since Gen 3 from Pokemon game to Pokemon game by using the Pokemon Bank, uh, which is something that was on the 3DS. Now, in the 2DS, I believe. Uh, now, Game Freak has said that uh, balancing the graphical quality and our balance, like game balance uh, and graphical quality are giving them an obstacle to bringing the full Pokedex to the new games because there's just so many Pokemon. And honestly, I understand what they're saying. They're saying, look, there's over 800 Pokemon already. Uh, once this one comes out, they said, I think that there's going to be over a thousand Pokemon. And that's just too many uh, for them to bring forward, especially because a lot of them have low res or uh, low poly models. And so they have to rebuild every Pokemon that is going to be in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. And a lot of people were very, very upset about this. They, they requested that um, Game Freak delay the game and... A lot of people are also saying, look, maybe they'll just bring it forward to future Pokemon games. And Game Freak is uh, basically replying to that as well. So here is the quote. This is coming from VideoGamesChronicle.com. Uh, they translated something from Famitsu. Well, actually, I'm not sure if they translated or if somebody else translated and then they reposted it. But I've got the translation in here. Uh, so if you want to read the whole thing yourself, go to the show notes at runjumpstomp.com. But let's take a look at what it says here. The total number of Pokemon has now exceeded 1,000, including new and existing Pokemon. As a result, it has become extremely difficult to make Pokemon with a new personality play an active part to balance them, both in terms of graphical quality and also in terms of battle. That is the reason for this decision, and we have decided that it is that it is difficult to make all Pokemon appear in future works. This decision is personally sad. Of course, I wanted to be able to bring all Pokemon if I could do it, but it was also a decision that I had to make someday. In the end, I had no choice but to choose quality, and I assume he means quality over quantity because if they bring them all in that is uh that's that's going to make things uh, a lot of extra work and we're going to end up delaying a game for honestly for a lot of people to say oh look i've got him and then never use them you know those those pokemon 
will probably stay in the bank while people play with the new ones. And it's almost like just a checklist, which is why my solution was to go through and have the decks there, just not be able to summon them into the game because in the decks, they don't look like the 3D models. They look like the sprites and we, we can just port the sprites forward and you just not being able to summon them into the game. Uh, Mr. Masuda also said that Game Freak is still undecided if it will add more Pokemon to Sword and Shield via future updates. So I know that there's a lot of people who are kind of hoping, holding out hope. And I, I have to say that you're probably not going to get what you want. That's too bad. I know that there's a lot of people who uh, they've spent a lot of time collecting these Pokemon and they want them to come forward. And it's it's weird to think that if you transfer your Pokemon into the Pokebank, you'll no longer be able to play with them. And that's something that a lot of people are upset about. Uh, let's go to chat real quick. Um, Res TV says, just being lazy. I mean, how long could it possibly take to model, rig, texture, animate, and sync to sounds a thousand plus models? Psst. And then he says he was kidding, just in case, because, you know, I read what he says, but uh, you guys can't see what he says. And he had a little winky face afterwards. Um, Bravd says, I think the future games, uh, the will this one be in question will be interesting. That That's a very good question, Bravd. And here's what I think may happen in the future. You know, let's we're probably going to be at this graphical fidelity for Pokemon for quite a long time in the future. I mean, look at how long we were at the 3DS level of graphical fidelity. So in Sword and Shield, we'll probably have this set of Pokemon, right? And then in the next game, which will probably come out next year, the year after, I'm assuming next year, because Pokemon's kind of a yearly thing now, it feels like. Um, in the next, the next one, it will include the Pokemon, some of the Pokemon that we didn't have before. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe you're starting to see where I'm going with this. And then the next game, they'll have the ones, probably all the, the ones that we didn't have before. And so now across those three games, they have taken the time to update and uh, do all the animations on all the models and all the textures and all that work for all of them. And then in four years, and I know we're, we're talking about the long con here, uh, in four years, they would have like Pokemon Ultimate, which would have all of the Pokemon uh, throughout everywhere. Uh, I think that that's a possibility. I wouldn't I wouldn't bank on it. Uh, there, there's a slim chance of that happening, but you, you never know. Uh, anyway, it's the Internet. People are going to be upset no matter what happens. Uh, and speaking of people being upset, let's talk about something that is upsetting a lot of people, and that is Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is missing something pretty big, and there's a lot of people who are upset with this. So if you haven't been listening to the show for a long time, you probably didn't know about the whole uh, Save Our Saves hashtag that uh, we participated in. Uh, we were really worried about our save games because the Switch is a portable system and portable systems are much more likely to get stolen, lost, broken, whatever. Nintendo launched the Switch without 
cloud saves. And what that means is if our switch was lost or stolen or broken or whatever, then uh, the work that we had put into those games was gone. It was it was just disappeared on us. Uh, a great example of this would be Brian Altano, who is the host, or not the host, but he is one of the voices on Nintendo Voice Chat, the IGN Nintendo podcast. And uh, one like he had 200 hours into, uh, or hundreds of hours into Breath of the Wild. He had hundreds of hours into Super Mario Odyssey. I think he had 100%ed Mario Odyssey, which is, that's bananas to me. And his switch broke and his save was unrecoverable. So he sent it off to Nintendo to get it, to get it fixed. And when it came back, all his stuff was gone. All of his time in Hyrule, gone. All of his time in the, in the different uh, kingdoms of the, of Mario Odyssey, gone. And that had to be pretty damn devastating. And, you know, Nintendo, we screamed at them over and over and over. Nintendo, please give us cloud saves. We don't want this to happen. Or give us a way to back up our stuff locally. Either way, we would be happy. Uh, So Nintendo finally released Nintendo Switch Online. Part of your subscription to Nintendo Switch Online, which costs $20 a month, was cloud saves. Now, I will say this. Nintendo still doesn't give you a way to back up outside of that subscription, which I think is super lame, and Nintendo should fix that. But we now have cloud saves. So if your game uh, save gets deleted, you can restore it from the cloud, which is great. Now, a game that it is very, very typical that you will put hundreds of hours into is Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is one of those games where over time you will sink just a bajillion. I know it's not a real number. I don't care. You're going to sink a ridiculous number of hours into Animal Crossing. It's really fun. It's very compelling. And it has that gameplay loop of, oh, just one more. I'll just do one more thing before I stop playing. And Animal Crossing, you would think would be the perfect thing for uh, for game. Uh, I'm sorry, for cloud backups. It is not going to have cloud saves. Now, there are going to be a lot of people out there who are extremely angry about this. Guess what? It's happened before. You can't have cloud saves with Pokemon Let's Go either. And my guess is we won't have cloud saves with Pokemon Sword and Shield either. Now, why don't these games support cloud saves? Especially something where you dumped lots and lots of time into like Pokemon and Animal Crossing. Well, the reason is for cheating. Okay, now on on Pokemon, I can understand this is a game where you do lots of trading and there's there's you you play online against other people and people cheating definitely has an effect on you uh, because maybe they maybe somebody gets a Pokemon and you know, I'm probably going to get something wrong here. So, you know, don't at me. Uh, I'm probably going to get something wrong here because I am the casualist of Pokemon trainers. Okay. Um, Maybe somebody finds a super rare Pokemon 
that's shiny has perfect uh, IVs or EVs or OVs. I don't know what they're called, uh, but perfect numbers, great stats. And by using cloud backups, they can duplicate it and send it to people. And that's bad. That's bad for the, um, the landscape as a whole. However, Animal Crossing, while it has some online stuff, is mostly a solitary experience. I, uh, I know that a lot of people will share their, um, share their world with friends. Like you'll, you'll have somebody visit you from over the internet or something. They can come in and, and chop down trees together or something. If you want, maybe build some, some stuff and work together. I think that that would be fun. But for the most part, Animal Crossing is a solitary kind of experience. And even if it's not, if I cheat in Animal Crossing by uh, changing the time of my, uh, of, of my Nintendo Switch, if I cheat, it doesn't really affect anybody else. Where if, in Pokemon, if I cheat by duplicating a Pokemon, that has an effect on anybody that I battle against. Nobody is affected by me cheating so I can pay off Nook and Company a little bit faster. Like that that doesn't it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect you if I do that. I, am I going to do that? No, because that kind of defeats the point of playing the game. That's like, oh, well, I'm just going to do this so that I don't have to play the game. Well, then don't buy the damn game. You know what I mean? Um so here's this question that was, uh, this is coming to us from Mike Tendo 64, uh, who translated a, an interview, uh, that was in French, uh, with the game director, Aya, uh, Kiyogoku and, um, producer Higashi Nogami. Uh, they talked about a bunch of, uh, of animal crossing stuff. And here's the thing that everybody's upset about. Here's the thing that, that is driving people bananas right now. And uh, the, the question is, with the introduction of cloud saves and automatic saves, how will you handle Mr. Rossetti's interventions? Now, if you don't know what that's all about, if you ever tried to cheat in these games in the past, uh, this little mole guy, I don't really know what he is because I didn't try and cheat, but I've heard tell of this guy he would show up and be like, hey, don't be a damn cheater. And then, you know, he would let you cheat. But but he would say, don't be a cheater because it's lame. Uh, so uh, they'd say, how are you going to handle Mr. Rossetti's interventions? Uh, and then, let's see, who was it? It was uh, Higashi Nogami replied, New Horizons will not be compatible with cloud backups to avoid manipulating time, which remains one of the founding concepts of the series. Okay. So if you're confused, like, what, what are we talking about time machines here? Am I going to be able to buy Animal Crossing and go back and kill Hitler? No. Uh, that, for that, you need Wolfenstein. But uh, manipulating or uh, Animal Crossing is based on real time. Okay, real time. So if it's five o'clock at night where you are, it's five o'clock at night in the game. If it's uh, two in the morning, it's two in the morning. If it's uh, March 21st, it's March 21st in the game. The real life calendar, that's how Animal Crossing works. So people would 
say, oh, well, you know, they had this thing going on where I could go and collect all of these snowmen or something, uh, but that ended on, I don't know, we'll, we'll say it ended on January 30th. Well, I'll just reset the time on my 3DS to January 30th and I can go back and, and get that stuff. And that's when Mr. Rossetti would, would yell at you. Uh, so they don't want people to manipulate time. And so, therefore, they are going to get rid of cloud backups, which I think is a mistake. In my opinion, it's a huge mistake. I I understand why they're doing it. They want to protect the integrity of the game. But at the end of the day, if I want to cheat uh, Mr. Nook out of a few hundred thousand bells or something, at the end of the day, it doesn't affect anybody else. Now, I say that after admitting fully that I am a filthy casual when it comes to Animal Crossing. My first Animal Crossing was New Leaf, and I played it a bunch, but I didn't get super far into it. I had a lot of fun with it, and then I was done with it, and I moved on with my life. Um, I know that there's people who know this game inside and out, and if I am wrong about how it might affect somebody else, if I'm cheating and and uh, getting extra snowballs or something, then please feel free to let me know because I don't like to be ignorant about it. Uh, anyway, uh, at, at Blurpy24 on Twitter asked, what do you think of Nintendo not having uh, saves on Animal Crossing? And that's my response. My response is, I think it's lame. I get that they don't want people to manipulate time in the game, but it's not an online game. It doesn't really affect anybody if some weirdo wants to cheat their way out of a debt with with Nook and Company. I also have heard people talk about boycotting the game. I don't think that boycotting is going to solve anyway anything. And I really want to play it, so I'm just going to have to be fine with it. I'm going to have to I'm just going to have to deal. Anyway, let's take a second talk to our sponsors when we get back we'll check out the nintendo download and your feedback let's go if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team when you vape you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, who's telling this story? I'm telling this story. That's who's telling this story. Uh, Feedback. uh, Actually, no, Nintendo Download. Let's take a look at the Nintendo Download. And um, let's start with uh, Bloodstained is now out. That comes out on June. No, it's not out. It comes out on June 25th. Uh, so if you are very, very excited for that Castlevania-style game, make sure that you uh, check it out. I have not picked it up. I'm not going to pick it up right away. I've got too much to play. And as much as I really was looking forward to playing this, I just got too much going on right now, so I'm not going to. 
uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled uh, is coming out. Do 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 is back in the driver's seat. Get ready for full, for full throttle with Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. It's the authentic Crash Team Racing experience plus a whole lot more. Fully remastered, race online with friends, uh, online competition, as well as leaderboards. Uh, that one is coming out very soon as well. My friend Pedro, I talked about at the beginning of the uh, show. So uh, make sure you check out the video that I posted about that. And then other games that are coming out. We've got Azurian Tales Trials coming out on June 24th. We've got Captain Cat coming out on June 25th. We've got Siberian, the time-traveling warrior. Hopefully, Mr. Rossetti does not yell at them. That's coming out on June 21st as well. Uh, it draws inspiration from old-school old platformers. Uh, it's kind of like an arcade beat-em-up game. It's got a uh, bunch of different difficulties. It looks kind of neat. I'm interested in checking out more uh, from it later on. Uh, Scrap is coming out on June 21st as well. We're getting a demo version coming out of Kitty Love, Way to Look for Love. I don't know what the hell that is. That sounds weird. Uh, what else is coming? Um, June 25th, we've got Super Nep Neptunia RPG as well as We the Revolution. On June 21st, we've got a game called Zomb, uh, which is uh, this weird blocky looking... Uh, it looks kind of like minecraft almost it, it's oops sorry i didn't mean to hit the microphone it's kind of weird looking i'm not quite sure what to think of it it looks like it is minecraft looks uh with like half-life play style uh looks like a shooter game where you're fighting against zombies or something anyway that comes out on the 21st and then on the 26th we've got the strikey sisters demo version uh coming out uh, the Strikey Sisters looks like, uh, how do I describe it? It looks, it looks like a top-down, almost like a, um, like a Pong game, but you are playing against, like, the computer, and I feel like there was a game that I played that it kind of came out around the same time as Mario Tennis, and it reminds me a lot of that, but I can't remember... The name of it off the top of my head. This also reminds me a lot of Super Breakout, which is a game that I loved when I was a kid. Uh, Super Breakout, you know, made by uh, Steve Wozniak and uh, for Atari. Uh, so it, this look, this that, and it looks really, really fun. Uh, that game is again called The Strikey Sisters, and came out on or comes out on the twenty first for eight bucks. So. Uh, that's the Nintendo download for today. Let's uh, let let's hit the feedback. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I currently am running a contest for this this dock sock right here. You put this on your Nintendo Switch dock, and it it makes your Nintendo Switch dock look cooler. Uh, so you can win this one, which is a Mario one, uh, for those of you that are just listening. But it has like a Goombas and Fire Flowers and Bullet Bill. And uh, you can see Yoshi's nose on there. Uh, my wife makes these, and we sell them on her Etsy shop, which is at etsy.com slash shop slash run, jump, stomp. But if you want to enter the contest to uh, to possibly win this, it is a contest for only U.S. people, 
only because of shipping and tax and all that stuff. Uh, but all you got to do is tweet at me a picture of your Nintendo Switch because we this all came up because I got I got new Joy Cons for my Nintendo Switch because mine had the um, the the Joy Con drift issue and. Uh, I was like, well, what color Joy-Cons do you guys have? And then I decided, hey, let's let's just get people to tweet at me pictures of their Joy-Cons. And then I'm just going to pick somebody who does that at random uh, to be a winner. All you got to do, tweet at me, at RunJumpStomp, a picture of your Joy-Cons. Uh, use the hash, <clears throat> excuse me, use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. And, you know, you don't have to, but I would love it if you told me why you love the colors that you do uh like this one right here this is probably the my face somebody has sent me so far uh they sent me in some gold ones and they look really really cool uh i bet you these things are fingerprint magnets though like this this one came from uh, uh louis benitez so louis i would love to hear if these are fingerprint magnets or not because they look like they would be uh but man they look cool and super unique um, I also had somebody send me in one that was, where is it? Uh, it they, like, they took a picture of the animated, uh, spinning around. Yeah, here we go. Uh, so Abe Martinez has a really cool looking Nintendo switch that has, um, uh, Mario skin on it, which looks very, very cool. So anyway, if you want to be entered into the contest, tweet at me at run, jump, stomp, use the hashtag Nintendo switchcraft and be even more awesome and let me know uh, why you like the versions that you do. Uh, let's. Uh, I'm going to take a quick sip of water, and then we're going to get an email from Carl. It's Bart versus the Space Mutants for your NES. Only Bart Simpson can save the Earth. All right, Carl emailed me. They said, uh, hey, Bill, hope you're well. On the last episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, you had a brief discussion on the rewind feature in a Final Fantasy game. I'm in the same boat. I love video games, but I'm not the best at them. Also, I'm 41, so I've lost some of my patience and skill. In fact, I would go one step farther and like to see save states in all games. Uh, Playing NES Online and Super NES Classic, I finished more games using save states than I ever did on the original consoles, and I see no shame in it. Save states have allowed me to finish and enjoy games that are well out of my skill level. If save states came as standard, I would be inclined to buy more games. For example, I really want to enjoy the story and gameplay in Cuphead and Dark Souls, but I know that they would frustrate me, so I won't buy them. If the developer included save states, I would buy these games in a heartbeat. Me using save states, I'll try not to say save states again, thank you, because it is hard to say that, uh, does not affect anyone else. So I do see, so I do see why the snobbery, I think he meant, so I don't see why the snobbery towards me playing the way I want to play. Uh, What are your thoughts? All the best. Uh, Enjoy all of your shows, Carl. Carl, thank you for the email. I agree. I think it would be fantastic. Um, Like... Dark Souls, you can't even pause the damn game in Dark Souls. So when you're playing through and you can't pause the game, that is very frustrating. Especially as an adult will suddenly have to go do something and you can't pause the game. That's just nonsense. I would love to be able to save anytime I want. And every time that there's a game that lets me, I'm always very, very happy about that. For instance, right now I'm playing Final Fantasy XII. I know I'm talking about that game a lot lately. Um... You can't save whenever you want. 
you can't like you got to wait and find a save point and i understand that that's like the way that they did it but i don't want to do it that way anymore i just want to be able to hit save whenever the hell i feel like and that's just for me but anyway uh thank you for the email carl i agree with you uh, I also got an email from John. Uh, John says, hey, Bill, I love your shows. I am a lifelong gamer of Nintendo, fan. Of, I'm 40-something, father of four. I heard you mention that you bought new Joy-Cons because you have severe drifting problems. I was wondering what you did, if anything, to fix them. I ask because I had a terrible drift on my right Joy-Con. It was so bad that I couldn't even play Zelda with it. The camera would just spin around uncontrollably. I did some research and people recommended electrical contact cleaner. I bought a can of it and I really doused the Joy-Con by spraying it into the crack around the analog stick. I literally filled so much that I could hear the liquid sloshing around inside it. It worked. Oh no, I worked the stick a few... I worked the stick in a circle a few times after it evaporated, the drift is completely gone. It's like brand new. If you haven't tried this, give it a shot. Uh, listen up, John. Thank you very much for the idea. Uh, when I read your email, I immediately um, bought some cleaner on um, on Amazon. And you know what? I'll put a link in the show notes to the, the cleaner that I used. I think it got delivered today. But... I had like my students were testing today and I got home a little late, so I didn't get a chance to open the package that's downstairs, but I think it got delivered today and I am going to test it and report back on whether or not it cleared up the Joy-Con drift issue. Mine was not nearly as bad as yours, so I'm hoping that it does. Uh, But thank you very much for the uh, information. Now, if I try it and it doesn't work, then I'm going to call up Nintendo and see if they will do a replacement or not. Somebody else said, uh, whatever Nintendo offers you, uh, don't take their first offer. They'll they will um, they'll say, okay, we'll fix it for. And I'm just making up numbers here, but they'll say, okay, we'll fix it for fifty bucks. And you say no thanks, and then they'll they'll lower the price or do something. I don't know. Uh, but I'll let you guys know what ends up happening uh, once I have a chance to try it out. All right. We're coming up past 30 minutes now. It's time to get to the outro, so let's wrap this up. Nuts for Nintendo. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me using uh, Twitter at runjumpstomp and use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. If you are looking to support the show, uh, there's lots of ways that you can do that. Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And if you want more content like this, and damn it, you should... Go over to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you are hearing right now is Corneria, Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. You guys stay awesome. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye! Bye-bye!